Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. America and happy Sunday. We have an all-star lineup ready for you on this Sunday. Yes, it's the Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon. Probably your third or fourth day of cold turkey, leftover turnips, and mashed potatoes. I know. We all do it in everybody's household after Thanksgiving. Then we go back to work on Monday and try to stay awake because we're still in a turkey coma. Well, we're going to get you started with some food for thought, a little news caffeine. And do we have a lineup for you? Starting off with Congressman Greg Stubbe for the great state of Florida, one of the great law and order Republicans, a man who's going to play a really big role in a lot of the investigations in the U.S. House when Republicans take over in January. He's going to join us at the top of the show. We're going to talk about all things accountability, the state of the economy, the state of the border, some really tragic news. Uh, Border Patrol agents, four of them committed suicide in the last two weeks. We're going to ask Congressman Stubbe about that, as well as so many of the other accountability issues, starting with the border and the reaction he may have to Kevin McCarthy's statements earlier this week, that it is time for Alejandro Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, to step down or face impeachment. Big news that broke on Just the News, I think on Tuesday night. We're going to ask Congressman Stubbe about that. Then the man who dared to challenge Kevin McCarthy for the speakership in the new Republican Congress, Congressman Andy Biggs from Arizona, here to talk about the challenge, what's next, and why so many members are not yet settled on Kevin McCarthy to be the next Speaker of the House. Andy Biggs is going to bring that in. Then we're going to go to the great state of Ohio, one of my favorite congressmen when it comes to issues about unions, about food supply, about common sense regulation, and of course, government spending. Congressman Warren Davidson from Ohio, he joined us earlier this week, Amanda and I, a really great conversation. Some of the things he had to say about the economy, about the rail strike, about Joe Biden, right on the money. A lot of people were nodding their heads on television. We've adapted that interview for the podcast today. You're going to love that. And then we're going to go down to South Carolina to one of the leaders and shakers in the legal movement against the Biden administration's big government agenda, South Carolina Attorney General Alan Wilson in the House. Big conversation about all the lawsuits he's fighting to rein in big government, to rein in big government socialism. A really powerful interview with Alan Wilson. You're not going to want to miss that. And then because it's the holiday weekend, all right, we're going to take the fifth segment. We're not going to take it off. We're going to take some time to laugh. That's right. We got to laugh every so often. If you don't, you end up crying, right? And we don't want to cry. We want to be optimistic about the future of our country. One of the greatest comedians in all of America is with us this Sunday. Michael Loftus here from that show tonight. He's going to tickle your funny bone, going to make you laugh, going to make you think about some fun things related to the holidays and Thanksgiving. I can't wait for that. A good way to end the holiday weekend with a few Snickers and a big smile. So buckle your seatbelt right after we get back for the commercial make. Congressman Greg Stubbe is going to kick off our Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. 
Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.US slash Just News. That's AMAC.US forward slash Just News. We've got one of the great voices of accountability in all of Congress. Congressman Greg Stubbe from the great state of Florida is joining us. Congressman, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. There are so many target-rich environments in the Biden administration, but I know oh, all yeah. the, the members are starting to get together, getting their plans together. What do you think are the top priorities for accountability investigations next year? Absolutely. Number one is immigration. Um, we have a crisis at our southern border, an invasion at our southern border. It's like five million illegal immigrants just in the month of October. 230,000 illegal immigrants have come into our country. That's more than the population of Charlotte County, one of the counties in my district. That entire county, more than that, came in just in the month of October. And it was wow. like 220 before that, 190,000 before that, um, with Title 42 going away. Uh, you're just going to see that increase. It's, it's You have an administration that is intentionally and deliberately violating federal law on the border. So that'll absolutely be at least the Judiciary Committee's number one uh, focus as soon as we get the gavels. Yeah, important. Yeah, Congressman, I, I know that you take your job representing the people of Florida very seriously. So this is, I think, probably going to be a very different Thanksgiving for a lot of people in Florida. We were just talking with you before the break about houses in the hardest hit areas from that hurricane that still have tarps on them. Can you give us an update on that? Yeah, it's just going to take a long time to recover. I mean, it was almost a Category 5 when it came through. Um, a lot of houses in my district still have tarps on the roof. Um, people are just now being able to get back in their houses if they were flooded uh, due to damage. Uh, debris is still on the ground in most of my district. Uh, it's just going to take time to uh, get all that repaired and replaced. And there's not enough people to do all the work. We had a bunch of people here for probably three, four weeks right after, but now we're almost getting into close to two months. And a lot of those people have gone back to their home states and uh, it's hard to find people to do the work. So we're resilient here in the great state of Florida. We're used to hurricanes. It's just gonna take time to rebuild. But um, it, it's uh, something that, quite frankly, Congress to do a disaster supplemental at some point, I think, is necessary. And, and hopefully we'll just wait to do that when we take the majority back so it's not chock full of all the crazy liberal wish list ideas that the Democrats like to do. 
Yeah, they like to put that Christmas tree in there, don't they? It's crazy. Yeah, they do. Uh, Congressman, I want to ask a little bit about uh, some news that broke just a few minutes ago on the show. Uh, Kevin McCarthy down at the border in El Paso says that he is calling for Alejandro Mayorkas to resign right now. Get out of the way. Give a fresh start to Homeland Security. Your thoughts on that call and also the state of the leadership race in, uh, for Speaker uh, come the new year. Well, that would be a blessing if he did resign. But unfortunately, under a Biden administration, I don't think that if it, whoever replaces him would be any different. Yeah. Uh, again, you have an administration that's willfully and deliberately violating federal law on the border uh, because it's there. I mean, just ask Chuck Schumer last week said that he wants to give uh, citizenship and a pathway to citizenship to all the illegals that are currently in our country. This is a political uh, call to allow as many legals into our country as possible, regardless of the crime and safety aspect to the American people. They don't care about that. Let all these illegals come in and then we're going to give them the right to be citizens and therefore the right to vote. That is their plan. And we're going to hold them accountable when we take the gavels back, especially in the Judiciary Committee. Yeah, important stuff. Congressman, speaking of crises, I wanted to ask you, uh, President Biden recently signed this G20 uh, leaders declaration to adopt a, a vaccine passport for international travel. This is coming at a time when Americans are really uh, wisening up to the fact that the vaccines weren't what they said they were, which was 100 percent safe and 100 percent effective. What do you expect to transpire from this? Do you think that Americans need to worry about having uh, papers required for for travel? No, and I think that that's, that requirement would be something Congress would have to pass, and we've got a Republican majority coming that's obviously not going to vote for that. And it, uh, his own words is COVID's over. Uh, so if COVID's over, then why in the world do we need COVID passports in order to get around? Uh, the American people are sick and tired of the vaccine mandates. American people are sick and tired of uh, big government, government telling them what they can and cannot do. That's why we've seen uh, hundreds of thousands of people flock to Florida in the last couple of years because they know that freedom is here. And uh, it's not in other places of the country where they have these type of things. So I, I certainly don't think that something like that is allowed uh, from an executive order standpoint. And now that we have the majority in the House come January, we'll hold him accountable for things like that. The decisions that he can make, the body as a whole, Congress, the House as a whole, can sue him under separation of powers uh, lawsuits to claim that you can't do that. That is the duty of Congress to do that and hold him accountable for all these type of uh uh, decisions he's made, like the student loan payback, those sort of things. Yeah, and the Supreme Court has been pretty clear it doesn't like that overreach, so you have a good chance of prevailing in a lot of those. Uh, Congressman, you come from a great family of law enforcement, uh, Capitol Police. Over the summer, there was an opportunity to dig in and find out how they got overrun on January 6th. None of the focus was on that. It was all about Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah. Now we had another episode with Nancy Pelosi's home. A uh, lot of questions about a $600 million force, whether it's up to the job it needs to be. Do you think the new Congress digs into that and gets the situation righted? Yeah, I knew the new committee chairman of House administration um, was going to look into all of this. I've called on uh, Speaker McCarthy, if he becomes speaker, if he can get the votes to um, release all the video footage. You know, as we sit here almost two years from January 6th, we still haven't seen the video footage from the Capitol from that day. We still haven't seen all the information and text messages and phone calls uh, from Speaker Pelosi. Republicans have asked for all that information. Well, of course, we haven't gotten that. And of course, the January 6th committee hasn't asked for that information or released that information. Uh, so I think we will have a lot of that available to the public to see for themselves what happened on that day. And I believe they should, if they haven't, the House Administration Committee should do an inv a real investigation on what happened that day to see if there's security protocols uh, that we need to change to ensure that we're, we're safe there at the Capitol. But release the information. What are you hiding if you're keeping security camera footage uh, secret for two years? Yeah, great question. Mm. A lot of people want to know that. Very quickly before we go, I wanted to ask you, the governing council for the American Bar Association voted 15 to 1 in favor of making the LSAT optional for law school. Now those institutions, those schooling institutions can still require it. But how? what's the effect of this woke ideology infecting everything? 
Man, I wish that was the case when I went to law school and not have to take the LSAT. That would have uh, saved me a lot of stress and time and money. Um, but again, it's another example where it's identity politics. They're, you know, they're more concerned about affirmative action and, and race than they are the people that can intellectually pass the rigors of law school and become good lawyers. Uh, and I can guarantee you that's going to have an effect on their school's bar passage rate if they do away with that. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Andy Biggs, all about his challenge to Kevin McCarthy right after this commercial break. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor Advice Fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews. Welcome back, everybody. Staying on that government accountability subject, we have one of the key members of the House Judiciary Committee. He is Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona, one of our favorite guests to have on the show. Representative, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks, John. Good to be with you. Hey, good to have you. We are happy to have you, and uh, for the next uh, couple months or so, I guess, what's today? The 21st? For the next few months or so, uh, we've got uh, a race coming for the Speaker of the House, and I think that a lot of people presumed that Congressman Kevin McCarthy would be it, but I know that you are putting up a formidable uh, fight against that. Does Congressman McCarthy, how does he get to 218, and what's going to transpire over the next few months? Well, I don't think that he's going to get to 218 uh, now or by January 3rd. And, and you've got to get to 213, excuse me, 218 by January 3rd. If you don't get there by January 3rd, then, then you uh, probably don't win. And so I don't think he's going to get there. And he's right now re recruiting people, wooing people. And, and uh, I'm talking to people regularly as well. So, Congressman, when you look at the race, what is the fundamental dispute? When you, uh, the Freedom Caucus, which you've represented so ably for so long, they obviously want things. Is there any negotiation to make something work here, or are the, are the two parts just too far apart to make a deal? Well, you know, really the issue is infrastructure, and, and it's, 
it's how are we going to make change? How are we going to affect change that actually impacts American, uh, the American people? So that means you have to divest power away from the center. And right now, we're not seeing anybody who's willing to do it. I mean, I'm willing to do that. And uh, we've offered uh, rules changes that would do that, that would actually uh, bring us back to doing the the funding in a normal way. I mean, so so we get back to what we call regular order. We haven't done a budget process really from start to finish. And I think it's like 20 years longer than I've ever been in Congress. And you have to do that if you're going to stop this out of control federal spending. And if you if you don't stop the out of control federal spending, you will keep inflationary pressure there. Uh, you have to use all the tools in the toolbox to fight against the Biden administration as they take us off the cliff. And then uh, you have to empower the members of Congress and the committee system to do what it's supposed to do. And that is to put out good legislation, single subject type legislation that will impact everything from oil and gas prices to your border, to your inflation. And that's what the people of America want us to do. And uh, uh, if you don't, if you just keep the same people doing the same thing, you're not going to make the the structural changes necessary for us to uh, 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 solve these very, very severe, deep problems. Yeah. Yeah. And and Congressman, I know that you are one of those members of Congress who you, you incline your ears to your constituents, to your voters. And I know you've traveled the state of Arizona listening to people's concerns about uh, Kevin McCarthy and, and other members of Congress and just kind of the M.O. of Republicans, which seems to be at its core that Republicans are really just speed bumps for Democrats because there's so much that was passed uh, in just these first two years with President uh, President Biden in office. How, how do you get to a place where Republicans, the culture of Republicanism in Congress is no longer to just slow down what Democrats are trying to do? Well, that's that's part of the issue, right? I mean, you need a leader who's willing to say, here's what we're going to do. When you put forth the National Defense Authorization Act, which is military spending, and everybody says, oh, don't touch that. Well, you've got all these woke policies in there, diversity, equity, inclusion officers, uh, and you have vaccine mandates that basically says to thousands, if not tens of thousands of military personnel, you can't be here unless you get this vax. You're going to have to stand up and put policies in place and that must pass legislation. And you say, we are not going to give you this type of uh, of, of spending authority until you give us the policies that will strengthen our military and bring those military people you've dis, uh, disavowed and bring them back into the to the fold. You, you have to use every tool in the toolbox. And right now, uh, our, I'm not sure our leader is willing to do that. He's actually said that he's not for impeachment. I don't know how you can look at the border uh, issue, especially with the Title 42 issue, which is going to bring up another 50 or 60 percent per day illegal immigration and then release them into the country over the Title 42 issue without saying they've, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas needs to be impeached. It just takes that kind of leadership to push forward on all of these policies that impact America's li Americans' lives on a daily basis. I want to ask about one of the tools that you've championed, because I've now heard lots of members are now getting excited about this. It's called the Holman Rule. It's a way of defunding a person, a program, an office if they don't comply with the will of Congress. Have you gotten any signal from the current leadership, McCarthy, at all, uh, that they would actually implement this next year and use it? No, not at all. Um, as far as I know, I'm the I'm the only one besides other members of the Freedom Caucus. There's a few outside the Freedom Caucus that want to reimpose that. It is such an important tool to push against the bureaucrats of this administration that are going to attack us. I mean, think about it. They they've they've hired or are going to hire eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Wouldn't you like to have a rule in Congress that would allow us to attack back and say, no, we're not going to allow that. Uh, but we're not we're not seeing that. And that gets to, to John and Amanda. That gets to the point I'm trying to make is every tool has to be on the table if you're going to fight for the freedom of this country. Yeah. So important. Yeah. We've got to start using creative ways. I think that a lot of Americans feel that as big as government is, that the Holman rule should be used to wipe it all out and then just start from scratch. But uh, I don't think there's any chance yeah. of that happening. I wanted to ask you about something a little bit closer to home in Arizona. Uh, Attorney General Mark Burnovich has initiated an inquiry into the midterm elections. The uh, A lot of shenanigans that seem to happen in Maricopa County with 
ballot toner and, and all sorts of strange things. Um, as far as certifying the election, what's the timeline? What do you expect to see there? Well, there's still time before they have to certify the election. So so uh, uh, this investigation, this inquiry by uh, uh, Attorney General Brnovich and his election integrity unit can go forward. Look, I mean, you're talking about everything from the 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 ballots. I mean, this the first thing I saw today was I, I had never seen this. They were talking about people actually filling in the side of the ballots where the barcode type of, of unit is supposed to be with magic markers to try to get them to go through the the uh, the tabulator. And then we found out over the weekend that tabulate uh, these these mysterious drawer three. If you didn't, if your ballot wouldn't go through the tabulator, you dropped it into drawer, drawer three. We're finding out that there were places where they actually commingled valid ballots that had been voted with drawer three ballots. So how do you even tell those apart necessarily? So there's all kinds of problems that went on, and uh, the the letter also talked about did you conduct the the uh, printer toner level uh, test the day before. Did you make any manual adjustments? Did you recheck it? All those things. And then there might be some criminal conduct according to the uh, integrity election integrity unit as well. So there's a lot of questions with Maricopa County's elections. And don't forget, I think people uh, forget this. Over five million people. It's one of the largest counties in the United States. One of the top five largest counties in the United States. Yeah, and they can't get their election right, even though the Arizona Senate raised these red flags two, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Just remarkable. So I want to turn real quick. we got about a minute left. Jack Smith, special prosecutor for Donald Trump. History with the Tea Party a scandal at the IRS. History with pursuing Bob McConnell, uh, McDonald and uh, getting overturned by the Supreme Court. Is he the right guy for the job? No, there is no right guy for the job because this is a political witch hunt just being expanded over literally uh, probably six years now. I think we've been seeing this and and this is uh, odd timing, isn't it? Odd timing three days after President Trump says he's going to run again. It just indicates to me how much of a disruptor to the status quo that Donald Trump is and uh, uh, and how much we've got to get that judiciary investigation uh, deepened about the the weaponization and politicization of the DOJ and the FBI. That's what it appears to be to me. Yeah, important stuff. And just two days after he was reinstated on Twitter and we've got about 20 seconds left, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Do you want to see him back on Twitter? I know he's devoted to truth, but do you expect him to migrate back over to Twitter at all? Uh, he never say never. I think he's committed to truth. It's his and he wants it to go. Um, he has a, a bigger reach, of course, on Twitter. But you know what? Donald Trump gets better earned media than anybody in politics has ever been. And so uh, he's going to be blessed either way he goes. And I'm just happy that Twitter's opening back up a little bit. All right, folks, we're going to go take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Warren Davidson from Ohio, really fruitful, thoughtful discussion about the state of America, the economy, so many things going on. Going to get his reaction to so much of what happened in this past week. You're going to love that. And hey, before we go to that commercial break, a quick thought. It's time to stock up on food for the holidays. Yeah, I know you just got the turkey out of the refrigerator for the last time, but Omaha Steaks, well, that's a gift that keeps on giving all year long. And uh, they have set up, as they have so many times for us in the past, a special offer. All you got to do is go to omahasteaks.com and use the code JUSTNEWS at checkout. And guess what? You're going to get 30 bucks off your offer. That is an incredible deal. Remember, they've got everything from the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon to the air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-use Prepare easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. I like the meatballs a lot. It's one of my favorites. Check those out as well. All right. So if you want to take advantage of this incredible offer, you only got to support a small amount of time to take advantage of the special offer. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use the promo code just news right now. You're going to get 30 bucks off. What a great way to start the holiday food shopping extravaganza that we all have to do. We all know about it. And also a great way to give some gifts that will last all the year through. Omaha Steaks, one of my favorites of all time. Thanks, folks. All right, we'll be right back with Warren Davidson after this commercial break. Angie's List is now Angie, A-N-G-I, the nation's largest home services marketplace. And they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project is, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie 
to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. That's what you want, right? I'm uh, thinking about building out my basement in my cabin. I've been perusing Angie, looking for just the right contractor to get it done the way my wife and I want it done. Now, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and right in your neighborhood. That's important, right? You can do comparative shopping. Get started today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today. The app and the website are free to use. Angie.com or the Angie app. Go check it out today. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Congressman Warren Davidson is here. Just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Who is going to become Speaker of the House? What are your thoughts about this and just about the notion that Alejandro Mayorkas should resign? Well, look, we've called for it for a long time. Uh, maybe not every member of the Republican House, but certainly uh, conservatives have called for Mayorkas. Anyone paying attention to the border, uh, if you know what we know, that, that uh, the Border Patrol is pleading for just the ability to do their job. We brought uh, the uh, I spoke with the uh, president of the Border Patrol's union uh, in Washington, D.C. is like, we're not even allowed to do our jobs. We're not even asking for more resources. We just want to be able to do what we were hired to do, what we love doing, which is keeping America safe and secure. And we aren't even following the laws. And this is all an intentional policy by the Biden administration. Alejandro Mayorkas is the secretary that's supposed to be doing this. A lot of us have called for him to be impeached. And finally, we're going to be in the position come January 3rd to do that. And it's very encouraging to hear, hear Kevin McCarthy saying, hey, look, you know, you might as well resign now because we're coming after you. Yeah, that was a very loud message that just came up from uh, the El Paso sector. Sir, you have been a relentless uh, champion of government behaving itself and making sure that it focuses on the job it's supposed to do, not meddle in things it shouldn't be. The Securities and Exchange Commission, Treasury Department, they've been focused a lot on ESG, the Environmental Social Governance Liberal Agenda. Uh, maybe it missed the FDX scandal in the process. Have regulators kept taking their eye off the ball, particularly with cryptocurrency? Oh, man, FTX highlights it uh, big time. But, you know, in this space, crypto, uh, you know, Darren Soto, a Democrat, and I have had a bill since 2018. It's been 100 percent bipartisan uh, at the foundation. You know, the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Commodity Futures Trading Commission have basically said, well, we're not really sure what to do. Is this a security? Is it not? Uh, our bill would provide clarity for what is a security and what is not. If it's a security, the SEC has to take action. And you've got exchanges that are trading things that surely are securities and things that, in most of our opinions, clearly are commodities. Um, how that's done uh, isn't uh, clear in our laws. Congress should take action. But in the meantime, the SEC has been pulling all this information from companies like FTX and including FTX. How did they miss this? They went after Kim Kardashian, but they couldn't find this. It's really a question of is Gary Gensler or is the SEC up to the task they're supposed to be doing? Yeah, that's a great point. Good question. Yeah, all those celebrity endorsements. It's a wonder that it didn't uh, didn't succeed. I wanted to ask you, though, about your Keep Your Coins Act, KYC Act. Um, I wanted to ask you about that legislation. How does it transform and protect consumer investments into cryptocurrency? Well, look, fundamentally, Americans have a right to private property. And if you look at uh, your private keys, 
um, on, a, on a digital asset, a cryptocurrency, well, that's personal property. Of course, uh, you should be able to keep it. Why would you need a bill? Well, because for uh, under uh, Secretary Mnuchin and under Secretary Yellen, the Department of Treasury has proposed the idea to ban the ability of self-custody, or as they call it, a self-hosted wallet. It makes it sound like it's some kind of electronic device. The reality is you download software and you keep your password. Um, you know, but the, the, the hazard is, is, well, if you lose your keys, then you lose your coins. And that's true whether it's 20 bucks or 20 million bucks. Uh, so you can't blame anyone else but yourself. If you look at the fraud that appears to have taken place with FTX, though, you're trusting a third party. And a lot of this is the government essentially saying, we don't trust you with freedom. Uh, what we want is for someone who we believe we can control to control your assets. Uh, so they want to keep third party custody of your assets and control them and have them report and spy on you and everything. What we really want is uh, with the Keep Your Coins Act is to protect the ability for you to own your own assets. Yeah, such an important concept. And there's so much bipartisan support for this. It's uh, crazy that it hasn't happened yet. Uh, Congressman, you come from one of the great heartland uh, states, Ohio. A rail strike is going to have a in, uh, devastating impact if it occurs. Joe Biden told us a couple months ago he had this handled. Now we find out the unions are ready to strike. Your concerns and is Congress ready to intervene? Well, look, it was a narrow vote. And fundamentally, the problem that the rail, r rail yards are having is similar to all these other companies. You can't get enough people. Yeah. Uh, so people, you know, they're getting a good pay raise. Their benefits are there. Uh, they're not upset about that. It's the time off. If you're told you got a day off, you want to know that you got the day off. And they're getting called back in because they've got a shortage of people. Uh, you know, this is incumbent upon the rail, uh, you know, the rail companies and the rail unions to staff appropriately. And it goes back to the Biden economy. You've got so many people on the sidelines. There's fewer people working today than there were before. So I think if we fundamentally address those issues, um, we're optimistic that they can get to yes uh, and avert uh, a shutdown. But yeah, you know, uh, Joe Biden took a victory lap and uh, clearly the job wasn't done. Congressman, I wanted to ask you, you, you come from a, a big union state. I particularly think of Youngstown, but that's just because of centuries old scandal. But I wanted to ask you, you know, we are seeing this this movement in politics where um, the the Joe Americas are moving over to the Republican side, the electricians, the linemen, the plumbers, folks like that. These these folks are typically members of unions. But you are still seeing union brass, the folks at the top of the food chain within these unions still donating to Democrats and scratching the backs of Democrat politicians. How, how does that end? Well, eventually they're going to elect new leadership and, you know, leadership uh, gets entrenched and, you know, the union rank and file people don't necessarily like it. But eventually they're going to select different leaders. Uh, and, and when you look at, at issue after issue, uh, the, the rank and file members of um, unions in my district line up mostly with Republicans in our district. You know, there are a handful of issues that Republicans haven't been good on historically that unions would like Republicans to look at. I think the GOP broadly is taking a look at some of those issues and maybe being more uh, friendly to some of the positions that, that, that unions have. Uh, having never been in a union myself, I always looked at it and said, why wouldn't the rank and file look at the people that aren't pulling their weight and say, this guy's going to rate our pension fund? Heck no. We're going to make everyone pull their weight. And I think some of that culture is shifting in unions as well. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. There's a lot of change in the tectonic plates below the political system right now. It's going to be interesting to see where they end up. Uh, Congressman, you served as an officer in our great special operators military community. Uh, yesterday, one of your colleagues, uh, Chip Roy, and Senator Marco Rubio put out an extraordinary report taking a look at the effect of liberal indoctrination inside the Pentagon, all the way down to the special operators community and all across from recruitment all the way down to punishment. Your thoughts on the state of the military and how Congress might be able to tug, tug it back from the Biden administration's current approach. Well, look, we have a military for one reason, which is to fight and win our wars and to be so compelling at it that our State Department has an easy job of negotiating and preventing wars so that we, we you know, have peace with our friends. I mean, as George Washington recognized, uh, the surest path to peace is a strong military. And, uh, you know, Republicans have historically been there, but we, we, you know, we don't have to attend all the wars we're invited to. Uh, and so hopefully we'll be able to get our focus right, um, A, with our commitments, B, with our personnel. I mean, you still have Blinken, 
Austin and Millie in charge of the top levels of DOD and the State Department. And these are the people that failed in Afghanistan. So uh, their focus is wrong on all this woke military policy. And, you know, we even had a, a young lady who was offered an appointment to the United States Air Force Academy, turn it down over the concerns that are going on there. She's still interested in being in the Air Force, but she thinks she wants to do this through an RTC scholarship instead of through uh, instead of through the Air Force Academy. And I've had parents uh, who asked me, I went to the military academy at West Point, say, you know, would you still do it again? I say, absolutely. Of course, it's a little different today. But uh, our, our military academies are great. Our, uh, the young men and women who are joining our Army, uh, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, they still want to serve our country. They're inspiring. But, you know, by and large, their values don't line up with what the, the Biden administration is pushing. So kudos to the people that go and serve anyway. We'll have to persevere and we're going to have to change our commander in chief. All right, folks, don't touch that dial. When we come back, the Attorney General of South Carolina, Alan Wilson, one of the leaders in the legal fight against the Biden administration's big government agenda. He's going to be here to tell us the latest about his lawsuits, about his investigations, and about the state of federalism in America, federalism, states' rights prevailing over the Biden administration time and time again, most recently, as you know, from the student loan cancelization debt. A lot of courts ruled against that in the last few weeks. Alan Wilson, South Carolina Attorney General, right after this commercial break. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon, Just the News family. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. He has been leading the charge and pushing back against big government, enforcing federalism and states' rights. He has done such a great job. He is the Attorney General of South Carolina, Attorney General Alan Wilson. Sir, great to have you on the show today. It's great to be with both you and Amanda. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you as well, sir. Uh, some big wins in the column for you in the last few days, Walmart being one of those. Uh, the opioid epidemic crisis, you've done something really important for the people of South Carolina, haven't you? Oh, listen, I've been working with my colleagues around the country to hold those accountable who are praying and, and violating the laws of our respective states and not respecting the sovereignty of our states as well. So this has been a great week for, for many of us out there around the country. That it is. Yeah, absolutely. $3.1 billion with a B for our audience. An incredible, incredible number. I wanted to ask you, Attorney General, about the opioid crisis in South Carolina, because a lot of people, you know, we know the story of Purdue Pharma. We know about the states that it seems were most effective, affected uh, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, states like that. But South Carolina had had a you know, pretty big impact on the opioid crisis. I think the last number I saw as far as people who have died from it, 930,000 people. Talk to us about uh, what that was like in your state. 
as I travel the state of South Carolina over the last several years, it is hard to find a room full of people where someone in that room hasn't lost a loved one or knows someone who has either died uh, from an opioid overdose or has been severely affected by it to the degree where they lost their jobs and their livelihoods. Uh, this is this is a you know a, a epidemic of national proportions, and it's something that finally all of the attorneys general around the country in both parties decided to say enough is enough. And so we brought we started bringing litigation against the opioid manufacturers and distributors and many of the retailers over the last several years and, and have really uh, gotten to a point to where we feel like we're holding people accountable. We've raised awareness about the opioid epidemic. We've gotten funds back to our states for abatement for, to mitigate the cost of the opioid epidemic on our respective municipalities. So we're, we're working to try to get that money in the hands of people who can use it to, to really um, change the lives of, of people in our states. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, such a big victory for the for the folks in South Carolina. Another thing you're doing, you're holding big tech to account, fighting for privacy. Yes. You've been a big champion of privacy. Eight million dollar settlement with Google. Tell us about that. A big win for privacy, I think. Well, and it was actually over a $390 million settlement with Google with injunctive relief to follow, um, you know, 39, 40 states involved in this lawsuit. But one of the things I try to tell people, um, you know, as we have, as the social media universe, as the Internet has just blown up and has become so pervasive and invasive in our lives, I tell people when you're using an app or a platform, whether it's Google or TikTok or Snap, Snapchat or Twitter or anything, if you are receiving a free service or a free good good from a big tech company, you are in fact the good and service that is being sold. Your data is what is being monetized. And so nothing is actually free. They are monetizing your personal data. And this lawsuit with Google was actually very interesting because what we discovered several years ago is that Google was misleading its users around around the country, around the world. Uh, whether you had an Android phone or you use a, the Google platform, um, you were told and led to believe that location history uh, services were off on your personal settings. Yet there were other settings like your web and activity um, settings that still tracked your location, still tracked where you were going, what you were doing, and it saved that data and it was monetized and sold to Google's vendors so that they could make a profit. And Google purposefully uh, obviously did not tell people about that. They kind of hid the, the full scope of how you were being tracked. So we, uh, you know, we went to Google, we filed this litigation, and of course it has recently settled with over $391 million. South Carolina's share was just right at $8 million. But we're basically, we're telling big tech, you've been looking at us for the last couple of years. Now we're looking at you and we're going to hold you accountable. Yeah, such a big win. Absolutely. And I want to stay in the tech realm because speaking of uh, pervasive and invasive platforms, TikTok is something that yes. has exploded in popularity, especially among people, I think, probably 30 and under. There are a ton of concerns with TikTok. Um, any action planned against platforms like that? We're taking a very hard look at uh, companies like TikTok, at least the U.S. companies. It is a Chinese-owned uh, application, but we are looking at the American subsidiary, and we're working with other states around the country, uh, other AG's offices around the country to basically look at um, companies like TikTok. I tell people all the time, it's bad enough that big tech is that far in into your personal lives and your personal history, but a big tech company that is owned by the Chinese government is really scary. Um, you know, I'm in the National Guard. I've gotten cyber briefings on, you know, what the capabilities of big tech is. And it is it is terrifying. If people actually knew how much companies like TikTok, and remember, owned by the Chinese government, how much they actually knew about you, you would not be anywhere near that application. So this is something that we're going to be looking at. We're going to be digging down very deep. We're talking with other states right now, and we're going to be doing to TikTok what we've done to Google. We're going to be looking at them the way they've been looking at us. Yeah, such an important thing. And uh, I want to ask you about this because setting an example is an important thing. The president, President Biden, has been briefed for a long time about TikTok's exploits and the potential danger. Yet he and Democrats used it significantly throughout the election to try to win re-election in the midterms. Uh, should we be setting a better example as public officials and, and ourselves not using these platforms so that people below us can be educated about the dangers? Well, listen, you know, we, we're on some of the platforms. I don't I don't use TikTok personally or even professionally with my campaign or with my official office. We use Twitter. We use Facebook. We use the mediums that many of our constituents use. But again, the privacy side of it is one thing. But how big tech is treating certain 
people of certain political persuasions and other thing. And those are other issues that AGs around the country are starting to take a look at, especially, you know, the one sided view of uh, speech rights. You know, yeah. um, big tech has become almost kind of quasi governmental entity because of it's basically owns the public square. And so when they start shutting down uh, certain points of view and certain speech because they don't like it, that is a grave concern to us. I applaud Elon Musk for the, you know, the, with the steps he has taken at Twitter to try to make it more fair and balanced. People on the right, like myself, we don't want to deplatform anyone who disagrees with us. I think they should have every right to be in the public square, but we don't want uh, big tech weaponized against us. Um, so this is some of the things that we're going to be working for. Yeah, important stuff. Yeah, Elon Musk surely seems to be unapologetic when it comes to allowing for free speech on his platform. I wanted to ask you very quickly before we go, we just saw a news blurb that Georgia, uh, Georgia Supreme Court reinstated their six week abortion ban earlier this year. I think that was in February. South Carolina's Supreme Court put a temporary block on a statewide ban on abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. Can you give us an update on that? Where does it stand? Well, we just had oral arguments a few weeks ago before our state Supreme Court on our heartbeat bill. We are obviously vigorously defending it. It's right now under advisement by the state Supreme Court. I don't want to presume. You never presume what you think a court would do. Uh, we're guardedly optimistic that the state will recognize that the General Assembly uh, has the right to pass this type of law and that the privacy rights found in our state constitution don't apply because uh, they deal with more like search and, and seizure type issues and, and warrants, uh, not uh, about passing heartbeat litigate legislation. So we're very guardedly optimistic, but I don't want to get in front of my skis and predict when the Supreme Court will rule or what they will say when they do, but we are guardedly optimistic. Hey folks, we still got one more segment to go and we've saved a good laugh for the last segment. The incredible comedian Michael Loftus here. We're going to laugh about all things holidays and uh, maybe a couple chuckles about Washington, Joe Biden, steal a pumpkin. Remember that? That was pretty funny. Michael Loftus is going to make fun. He's an equal opportunist comedian. And we're going to end this great Sunday brunch edition with a few laughs right after this commercial break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You need a chance to laugh, and we have no better person to make us do that than the executive producer of that show tonight and one of my favorite comedians of all time, Michael Loftus. Michael, great to have you back on. It's great to be here. I'm stoked. It's it's Thanksgiving evening. I just got a call from the bank. My loan went through. I can actually put a down payment on a turkey. So I got a lot to be thankful for. <laughs> that's, that's great. It's funny. I was at the White House the other day and they were filming Medicare commercials there. I think it actually had something to do with one of the skits you guys came up. Let's show folks what you came up with for good old Joe Biden. Do you worry about your mom or dad living all alone? I know I did, and that's why we started A Place for Dad, a senior living facility like no other. Yeah, I was worried about my dad all the time, and with my career, I just didn't know who was going to take care of him. Sometimes I'd have to go to an art show at the last minute, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Then I found A Place for Dad. Sometimes I'm up four or five days in a row. I can't be watching out for my dad. Made me nervous. A place for dad is awesome. I'm a busy guy. I have a lifestyle that requires I stay up a lot. Oh, my God. I don't know what was scarier, Joe Biden going up the stairs or you playing Hunter Biden. Where'd you guys come up with that? That's great. 
I feel like we should have had some warning for the viewers at home. Like, you might see a really, really out of shape white guy's belly. Boy, I hope the gym guy wasn't watching. I need, I need to sign up. That's great. Listen, I saw the original stuff on the laptop. Nothing is more disturbing than that. So you're OK. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a miracle. You're still alive. That's one of the things that you could be thankful for tomorrow. I am. You're like, dear Lord, I actually saw the pictures on the laptop and I'm still here with you. I had to yeah, use Clorox on my contacts. I- it was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> John, we uh, missed was, such a good opportunity for a tease at the top of the show. We should have said, stay tuned for Michael Loftus Topless. Oh, there you go. Right? I, I don't think I'm ready for my OnlyFans, but uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where if, if you look at, at, at Joe Biden, it's like, I couldn't believe that no one had already done this skit. It's one of the wonderful things I love about that show tonight. It's like, wow. SNL isn't going to do it. No other comedy show is going to do it. So me and the guys at at that show tonight uh, put it together and we're just having an absolute blast. There's so much great stuff now. It's we just got to keep going to try to keep up. I love it. And people people wonder why I'm always posting memes on my social media. It's because I don't have the body for OnlyFans. So I just stick with the funny stuff, which is great because I plan on eating a lot tomorrow and laughing burns calories. So we're great. Um, Now, that video that John showed, that's not the only video of yours recently that has made me laugh hysterically. You are so good at keeping your material current and relevant. So let's take a look at another segment from one of your other uh, very chaotic yet timely series called Mad Money. Welcome back to Mad Money. I'm Jim Cramer. It's a Friday lightning round. Almost out of time, so bingo. Gonna have to be really quick. Lightning time. A lot of people want to know, Jim, I'm hearing a lot of people making money in Amazon. Well, let me pick up a stapler and set you straight. Amazon's all done. Amazon is a no-go. If you got money at Amazon, staple your wallet shut. You're done giving them money. Get out. There's no future in delivering things to people's homes. Okay, let's move on. Oh, you, you play excellent Jim Cramer. I just, I just have to say, awesome. but all jokes aside, yeah, I have to say, though, all the videos that we've ever played, all of the content that you guys put out, not only is it hilarious, but the production value is top notch. Talk to us about that. Well, thank you so much. It's this is really that show tonight. And if people they should they should please go to the website, subscribe. We'll keep making shows that show tonight dot com. This really started as just a a group of comedians and writers like it's almost like um, the little rascals. We just started making stuff and doing videos and doing live shows. People would come to the live show. They'd come out to the America First warehouse where we tape, and it just kind of keeps growing. And they're like, okay, well, we'll get better cameras. We'll get better, get our better sound equipment and better lights. So I just want to thank everybody for subscribing and supporting this show and giving us a chance to do stuff like this. It just it keeps just getting better. Jim Brewer's joining us for show. We're adding new cast members all the time, uh, and it's it's just fun. Someone has to make fun of this stuff. So I guess it's going to be us. <laughs> uh, you guys are doing such a great job. You got another show coming up. Tell us about that. And also, do you have any advice if that awkward moment comes up tomorrow at the table and politics is involved? Well, uh, yeah, the next show uh, coming up is going to be December 10th. It's going to be our big holiday office party Christmas special spectacular. <laughs> so make sure you subscribe and get a hold of that. Uh, I, I think with with politics around the dinner table, because everybody's always worried about that. Someone brings up politics. Oh, it's going to turn into a fight. What you have to do uh, as the host is be prepared to just derail that conversation and go somewhere else. Say something like, uh, I just went to the doctor and that rash is back. If it gets any worse, they might have to scrape my perineum. And then it, then it's yes. Go. You know what? Your mom and I have decided to become swingers. Just, <laughs> just go, go for it. That'll derail the, the 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 conversation. Or tell everybody about the book you just read. You just read my new. This is a world premiere. I. It's my very first novel. Neither stunning nor brave. So you can tell people, oh, I read Michael's book. I got it at Amazon.com. It changed my life. All right, folks, that wraps up a long holiday week of John Solomon Reports podcast from Justin News. Thank you for joining me, spending some time on this Sunday. Watch a little football, polish off whatever leftovers you have from the Thanksgiving.
Thanksgiving dinner. Get ready for the Christmas holidays. You've got that Omaha Steaks offer I told you about. Use the code JUSTNEWS at checkout. You're going to get 30 bucks off. That's a great deal. We love to see that. Until tomorrow, we'll have a new edition tomorrow on Monday. Got a lot of big news breaking tomorrow, so buckle your seatbelt. But until then, may God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the last remnants of this great Thanksgiving Day holiday weekend, 2022. God bless you. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews.